Thank you for tuning in to the Coach's Wife Chronicles. I am married to the game and home is where my husband is. Guys, forgive me so much for it taking so long for me to get episode two uploaded. I have had strep. My husband has had strep. My kid has had strep. My oldest kid has had strep. Then um, Coach's doctor cleared him to go to away games, but only if I drove him. It has just been a whirlwind of events here lately, guys. Um, So when I originally recorded this, my voice sounded awful, so I re-recorded it. And then my voice sounded worse. And so here I am. My voice sounds slightly better. um, So we're going to go with it. Um, I also want to take the time and update you or more or less fill you in on a couple of things. I am currently working towards getting the podcast on iTunes. The majority of people who voted in my IG story poll said that that was their preferred method to listen. So hopefully everything goes well. Um, And this should be my last episode that I do solely via YouTube. Fingers crossed. Do not kill me if we have to do one more episode. That's not the plan, but I like to give myself a buffer just in case something goes wrong because I'm not the most technologically inclined person. I definitely wanted to take the time to thank every single one of you. It has only been three weeks, actually less than three weeks at this point, and we have already built an extremely beautiful, supportive, engaging, and so positive community. I cannot tell you how much your responses mean to me on a daily basis. You uplift me when you don't even know that I need to be uplifted. The DMs that I have received each day since launching this page and the podcast, I wish I could share them all with you. I've tried my best to respond to each and every one of you, and I think that I have thus far. Um, And I will continue to do so. Some of us have had some extremely long conversations as if we were texting and we've been friends forever and I love it and I want to keep that going and I want to continue to be that engaged with all of you no matter how this platform and how this community grows in the future. That's extremely important to me because that's the reason I started this thing in the first place is so that we could feel supported and uplifted by one another. Now that all the mushy stuff is out of the way, let's go ahead and get into episode two and the things I wish a wife would have sat me down and told me prior to season one as a wag. So when we ended episode number one, my husband had just accepted the position and change was inevitable. There's so much that happened that year and I honestly cannot wait to share as much of it as I can with you because again, you guys know within this community, discretion is everything and actually that's one of the ones on my list, but we'll get to that. Um, Don't worry, the things that I still can tell you are still extremely juicy. I have a lot of extremely juicy stories as a matter of fact, Um, but we will have to touch base on that next week because you guys voted again in those IG polls (laughs) and um, this is what you wanted to hear first the things I wish I would have known before becoming a coach's wife so number one on my list is the job is not contained to the office as a coach 
their scope reaches so much beyond just the school or the gym. And I did not know that. They have academics, practice, film, recruiting, local and away. They have to do their scouting reports, end of day phone calls, the road games, tournaments, study hall, the final four for my basketball wives, team camp. It's just the 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 requirements are absolutely endless. And I did not know that that was a requirement for this position. I assumed there was practice, there was their day-to-day staff things which I had no clue what that entailed, and then there was a game. And that was it. Oh, I forgot after game meetings. It's not just play the game and go home. They stay after and meet. So I didn't know that. I didn't know the time required for this career or actually this lifestyle because it's more than a it's more than a career. It's actually a lifestyle. So I did not know that. Number two, this is kind of a iffy one and everyone's not going to agree with me on this. My husband doesn't agree with me on this, but it's for me, it's the truth. And number two would be their career comes first. Now he will tell you that it doesn't. My husband tells me all the time that basketball does not come first, but he's supposed to. He's supposed to reassure me that I'm first in his life or that his children are first in his life. But at the end of the day, his career is likened to that of a physician. He is on call 24-7. Now, no, he's not out here saving lives, but he's on call 24-7. So if at 11 o'clock at night, something happens and he has to go up to campus to put out whatever fire has just occurred, guess what? He has to do that. So basketball for me, whatever sport you were in, I wish someone would have told me it comes first. Number three, and this is a biggie. And mind you, let me preface this by saying, I should have said this at the beginning. These are not in any particular order. These are just thoughts that I had and jotted down as I was preparing for this episode. Now, this one is probably, if I was ranking them, this is top, top, top of the list. Because I really and truly, if I took everything away off this list, I wish someone would have told me this first and foremost. So number three is like it or not, you are a part of his brand. And this is huge. This is a huge one for me because I just assumed he was going to be the coach. He was going to be in the public eye and that would be that. No, girlfriend, that is not how this works. Like it or not, boo-boo, you are just as much a public figure as he is. So get it together. So it was a learn by being thrown into the fire sink or swim because I didn't know that. And so it was my husband telling me, hey, you can't do that. Hey, you can't say that. Hey, you can't post that. Hey, when you see a donor or when you see a player, I know you don't feel good or I know something else is going on in the background, but you got to turn it on. You got to be happy. You got to smile. You got to chat them up whether you want to or not. I remember, and it doesn't get any easier as time passes, because I remember when he took his most recent job, which was just a little over a year ago, I remember reading the paper when we got to town, and it was this nice welcome paper, and you know, welcome coach, and it was a beautiful article, and then I got to the bottom of it, and there's my maiden name. Not my married name, my maiden name. And I'm like, what? And this is six seasons in, and I'm still surprised at how inclusive they are of the wise when it comes to certain things. So there is no living in anonymity 
It goes out of the window. You're being watched 24-7, whether you like it or not. Random people will walk up to you on the street and say, hey, aren't you the coach's wife? Oh, by the way, where is he? Number four, the alone time is more than you bargained for. And that's self-explanatory. You're going to be alone majority of the time. And while I didn't have children for the first two seasons, I didn't love it, but I had a hobby. I worked. And so I just dove deeper into my work. So I wish someone would have said to me, hey, you're going to be alone a lot. And by a lot, I mean, take whatever you think it is in your head right now and multiply that probably by two or three, depending at what what level of a program he's at and what kind of coach he's working for. And that's going to be your life. So you're going to have to get a hobby. You need to go back to school. Start a business if you can. Start a blog if you can. Dive deeper into whatever it is that you do on a current basis and get to know your friends better. Trust me, you will have the time, the uninterrupted time to do so. Number five, discretion is everything. Don't trust everybody. Don't tell everybody everything because there are people that will disguise themselves as your friend just to get inside information and make themselves look better or further themselves in their own career. And it doesn't matter what the cost is to you and your family. So if someone tells you, hey, this is this information about this school, this job, this coach, whatever, but don't say anything, don't say anything. (laughs) Number six, this career is not the most stable and prepare yourself for the blind side because it's coming. This career is not the most stable. There's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be highs and lows. There's going to be times you have to ride the wave because it's not always going to be a great season and the next big job. That's just not how this works. Not everybody in this business gets to climb higher and higher and higher each time. People get fired. People get blindsided. Not every coach operates the same. So just be mindful of that. And if I could piggy bank off of this one just a little bit because I kind of dove into it and it's not on my list. So it would be like a asterisk mark under number six, save, save, save. If you do get that big job, save your money. Just because you're at a high level program today does not mean you'll be at a high level program tomorrow. Number seven, at the end of any given season, you could move and you will become a master packer. I have packed an entire house in 24 hours. That's not an exaggeration. We got the news on school number two one day and by the next day we were gone. Number eight, this is for my basketball wives out there. Basketball touches every major holiday, so be prepared. I always joke and say basketball has no off-season, but it's true. I'm not really familiar with every other sport and their complete schedule, so forgive me if I have nothing to compare it to, but basketball touches every single major holiday on our calendar. There's no off-season with basketball because just because the season may end in March, guess what? There's recruit. There's the final four, there's camp month, there, then there's July, which is a whole entire month 
of recruiting. Then they start schooling all the players and all the students get back to campus in August and it starts all over again. There's no off season for basketball. Number nine, plan your babies around the season as much as you can. Don't do what me and coach did or what coach and I did. Don't do what coach and I did. We had our first baby in January. At the end of January to boot, we were in full swing in conference play and we had a baby. It wasn't fun for me, not one iota. There were a lot of breakdowns in those first few months. Don't do it if you can at all avoid it. Number 10, you as the wife will sacrifice a lot. You have to look at it this way. He's living his dream and you get to watch him live his dream. And as hard as it is, you're gonna have those thoughts that say, well, what about me? What about my dreams? What about what I want to do? You have to make the time for it because in this career, typically the wife sacrifices everything for this train to keep moving. Number 11, the fans will be your biggest cheerleaders one day and they will turn their back on you the next. Fans, I hate to say this, not all fans, but some are fair weather fans and they don't care that this is your job and your livelihood. They don't care this is how you put clothes on your back and food on the table. All they care about are wins and losses and they don't understand that it's so much more than that for us. I know I didn't prior to becoming a coach's wife. I just assumed you played the game and you went home. It never once crossed my mind that the people in those stands had more to lose than just a game. Number 12. Number 12 is what I just said. It is just so much more than wins and losses. You will come to understand, if you're new to it, you will come to understand extremely quickly that your job is not guaranteed. And when I say yours, I will always say yours and ours throughout this journey because it's not just his job. It's my job too because I take care of those players. I feed those players. I love on those players. I encourage those players like they're my own sons. And I don't have any sons. I have two daughters. So they are my sons because they are here a lot. And my kids are BFFs with these guys. And it's a beautiful thing. So I'm sorry if you don't like that, but I will always say your job or our job, it just is what it is. 13. And really, this is for the family and friends. But I wish somebody would have told me that they wouldn't understand. Your family and friends are not going to understand that you cannot, no matter what the circumstances are, plan ahead. And to piggyback off of that, nine times out of 10, coach isn't going to be there with you. They don't understand. They don't get it. Because again, everything on this list that I wish someone would have told me, they really need to sit down and tell your immediate family and friends. Because it's a lifestyle. And my best friend said to me the other day, if you're not in it, you really don't get it. You don't get the sacrifice. You don't get the time constraints. You don't get the schedule changes. You just don't. I had someone ask me to attend a wedding, to actually be in a wedding. 
And it was during basketball season. So that was a commitment that I just could not make until later down the road. And that angered her so much. And like I said, it wasn't to be spiteful. I never know year to year where I'm living, let alone if I can attend a wedding and commit to being a part of your big day. I would hate to say yes. And then I have to back out because I have to move. And then you're angry at me for ruining your wedding party. I'd rather just say, hey, let me get back to you later down the road when I have more information. And that doesn't always go over well. 14. Again, not in any particular order because this would be higher up on the list than it is. The schedule will always change. I don't care if he prints it out and signs it in blood. It will change the next day. It will change the next hour. His schedule will never remain the same. And last on my list, again, for my basketball wives, forever I will hate July. July's recruiting month. And if you're a basketball wife, you know what that means. If you're not, let me break it down for you really quick. July means husband is on the road, typically from Monday to Wednesday, home maybe Thursday, and maybe Friday, depending on how many recruits they're going to see. And then they're back on the road Sunday through Wednesday. And this is repetitively through the entire month of July. Now, when I was just married with no children or just a girlfriend or a fiance with no kids for those first two seasons, that was great. I can do my thing. I didn't have to worry about him asking me, hey, what are you doing? I didn't have to be all up under him. I could eat what I want. I could do what I want. I could not do the dishes until I knew he was gonna be home in 15 minutes. I could live my best life, girl. Now, that I have two kids, not so much. July comes and I'm on the first thing smoking to grandma's house. So I'm sure there are things that I missed. I tried to hit the big ones, the major things that I wish someone would have told me and I didn't have to find out by trial and error or by happenstance. Um, I know, again, I know I missed some and that's okay because that's what this is supposed to do. This is supposed to start a conversation. This is supposed to get you engaged and say, hey, what about this? And hey, what about that? I wish someone would have told me X, Y, Z. It's not all negative things. So please no one think that that's where this podcast is coming from because I have a whole podcast planned for all of the beautiful, wonderful things that being a coach's wife involves. A couple of them I probably hit on during this podcast, but I definitely want to take the time and dedicate an entire 15 to 20 minute segment on that alone, because this is a beautiful life, albeit it is trying. I feel the sacrifice is worth it. I have not always felt that way. And I will be honest with you about that. I will always be honest with you about this journey. I have not always loved this life. I have not always wanted to continue living this life. I have asked my husband to quit before. That's as real as it gets, guys. On more than one occasion, I have asked him, to quit. But then I had to look in the mirror and say, you agreed to this. You agreed to this life. You agreed to standing beside him while he lived his dream. So just because it's hard today, 
doesn't mean you give up tomorrow. That's it for this episode, guys. I love you. I'm so grateful for all of you. Thank you for listening. And I hope you will tune in for the next episode, which will be episode three. I can't believe it. And we will be discussing my first year as a WAG. I hate that term, but I wasn't married yet. I was a girlfriend and then I was a fiance. So please stay tuned and I will get that up for you as soon as possible. Also make sure you are following me on Instagram at the Coach's Wife Chronicles, where I will make sure to update you on all uploads and future episodes. 